Greetings ladies and gentlemen. Today I'm happy to say that we continue our beloved biblical Bible book tour. So what is the book of Ecclesiastes all about and why on earth should I care? Everything under the sun it proclaims, vanity of vanities beware. Man is fading and fleeting, flying and a flash in the pan. Meaningless empty life is it for us or does God have a redeeming plan? Yes, wearied and thirsting, finding earth's broken systems all dry. Without God it's chasing after the wind, hear this profound preacher's cry. A tight God grip you're going to need to hold on to this sermon story. Time and chance striking suddenly in man's ever-changing territory. Spiritual spoiler now, look for Christ and you'll find everything you need. Foolish schemer, worldly dreamer, this gospel message hear, hearken and heed. So in this age of YouTube and Twitter, Echelastis has more information than the internet. With gift of gab advising about life and death, urgently advising a man and God duet. Proclaiming there's none too dirty to cleanse nor too broken to fix. Jesus is looking for such people to flip their sinful scripts. Humanity not too far to reach or too guilty to forgive. Echelastes is talking God with man and how to earthly live. So the spiritual ball gets rolling. Chapter 1, The Vanity of Human Wisdom is the first place we're exploring into nature's recurring system. Cycle of life, doing much and getting nowhere fast. A search for satisfaction all empty, without almighty God won't last. Oh yes, no lasting value in anything under the sun. The more things change, the more the same. On frustration treadmill we rush and run. Our eyes never satisfied, that's why the TV is always streaming. Our ears never filled, that's why gossip is quietly screaming. Eating our emotions, feasting on labour and toil. So this preacher's quick to tell the worst that will life spoil. He gives his genius to search and strength to investigate. The sons of man and their works, their destiny and final fate. Realising that which is inside, crooked, cannot be made outwardly straight. Men's hearts still sadly riled up and filled with hurtful hate. Wisdom, madness and folly, also on his list. Increasing knowledge, increasing sorrow, the world's deceiving with a vanity mist. So like a grenade waiting to explode, party animal blowing up. Now pursuing pleasure and wealth and wine and mirth, overflowing his vanity cup. The busy needle hits the record, pomp and plans are being laid. A great estate is in the pipeline, entertainment moves are being made. His mind's going a mile a minute, gold and gold, silver and slaves. Building homes and planting vineyards. From his crated Eden he vainfully waves. Who doesn't love a well-kept garden? Pools and ponds presented and produced. But remember shallow ponds don't do well. Dig your foundation Bible deep. Wisdom deduced. Possessions are plenty. Are added to all of the above. Flocks and livestock large and small. Cattle and beasts sparrow and dove. As a feast to the eye. So now music to the ear. Artists, singers and musical instruments of all kinds do appear. With no forbidden fruits, he's making Las Vegas look poor. Nothing withheld from his greatness, but is he knocking on heaven's door? The answer's no, he's not happy. His labour only left him feeling vexed and vanity. All around him was amusement's best, but no profit under the sun, insanity. Empty pleasures, it seems, tell of wealth without God. So let your treasures be where you're going. Upon the narrow road with Jesus plod. From wealthy walking to the sage and the forgetful fool. But neither are sidestepping death. Both will die, the grave is cruel. 
sooner or later all forgotten, like fading memories left behind. Who's gonna take over your estate, a fumbling fool or mastermind? Not to worry, there's nothing better than to eat and drinks. Under the sun, all so depressing, modern man into vanity sinks. Whether country or city, gregarious or recluse, wisdom, knowledge and joy gathered up, without God becomes a noxious noose. A life filled with many things, but an empty shell inside. To be good in God's sight, one must in his beloved son hide. If you don't know what time it is, chapter 3 shows its hand. Tell him there's a time for everything in this mortal living land. Weep or laugh, mourn or dance, cast away or gather together, life's not a game of chance. To everything a season, a time for every idea and aim. God has put eternity in humanity's heart, nothing else will satisfy man's craving frame. Truly enjoy yourself, because you may not enjoy what's coming. Are you walking close with Christ, or to your own ego and be drumming? Yes, times are ticking and the worlds are spinning. There's nothing new under the sun since Genesis 1 beginning. Like a juicy orange, squeeze out of this life all that you can. Rejoice in your efforts now, because life's a short span. Next, returning and considering the oppressions of the many and the few. Don't be shocked that with your personal choices, people become angry with you. So we live in an age that most don't like to go it alone. Two people going out together yet each looking down alone at their phone. But chapter 4 declares that two are better than one. A good reward for their labour, the gospel message is second to none. Society says that two's company and three's a crowd, yet the truth is Bible told, that a threefold cord is not easily broken by the proud. Next is a sign of stubbornness, an old man too long in the saddle. He forgets what it's like to be young, his angry finger always waggle. From the elderly burnout to the more bleak stuff, Chapter 4 ends telling that living under a harsh ruler can be tough. Yes, you can believe there's no tougher taskmaster than sin reigning over you. Promising much, delivering nothing, holding you more captive than gorilla glue. Onward in the vanity of ours are next addressed. Be not rash with your mouth, failing to do what you've expressed. Riches and wealth again raise their alluring head. With the craving it creates and the many hanger honours who want to be fed. With the numerous trouble it brings and the emptiness it leaves. You've got to know right boundaries because money attracts thieves. Yet get to know the true treasure with a Jesus close connection. The sleep of a worker is sweet while the rich suffer insomnia subjection. More money more problems, never happy by hoarding. Much evil, sorrow and sickness but seeking God is rewarding. Chapter 6 revealing working to live and living to work. Better the sight of the eyes than a wandering desire making you berserk. So what will become of man, a frail fallen creature? From the womb to the grave, what's next says the preacher? Chapter 7 responds, the end is better than the beginning. You can laugh all the way to the cemetery when to Jesus you're a-clinging. We've got youth rebelling about holy living and the elderly doing the same. Be not hasty in thy spirit, fools and anger others blame. Please forget the former days, they had no golden glow. One age is like another, the earth's still a sinful show. Truly no man or woman worthy, disobedience distorted both. The only way forward for us is Jesus giving growth. By this I mean faith, trusting in the high and risen one. His merits and his sacrifice, new life inward, the old is done. Happy hope beyond the grave, chapter 8 now chips in. The wicked feel there's no God because he's slow to anger at sin. 
If you can get away with it, is it really wrong? I've done that thing a hundred times. I'm alive and living long. Seemingly no difference on the surface, but it will be well with those who fear the Lord. God's gospel train is pulling up at your heart. Your ticket's paid, it's free to board. Soon in the internal world, many wrongs will be made right. Wickedness brings no benefits, all consumed by holiness bright. Burning question chapter 9 for the so-called good and bad alike. How do we make the best of this life? Simple answer, a biblical hike. The living know they shall die, but the dead are asleep. What your hands finds to do, do it well. In Bible faith, look and leap. So Echelastes say the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. Time and chance happen to all. Don't waste time on the deceitful wrong. Truly wisdom is better than strength, yet it's often ignored. One can destroy much good when eyes are taken off the Lord. Eyes up now, it's chapter 10, displaying a little contaminating folly. A common fly dies and causes a stink upon a perfume trolley. Be carefully making friends, some will try to drain and destroy you. See the fool walking in his own ways, causing a sticky mess of godless glue. Yes, modern folly gets a good rap, people proud of their silly wrong ways. Don't leave your post or be shaken by envy or prideful praise. Careful, listener, if you're digging up a pit or breaking down a wall, you better look for where you're going or else you're in for a fall. Pity for fool, that's using a blunt tool. Why not sharpen your mental edge and go back to Bible school? Please don't be so full of your own ways, no room left for the Saviour. Be drawing close to him in his holy word learning Bible relationship behaviour. In a flash of wit and a touch of play, the lazy house leaks and its rafters decay. Idleness of hands do as little as possible while having as much fun. A familiar 20th century story everyone would be wise to shun. With one last teaching, chapter 10 ends preaching. Little birds revealing stories, loose words are far reaching. From loose lips sinking ships, chapter 11 celebrates next with life's investments tips. It's aquatic bread, meaning love being spread. In feeding become full, God's word a daily bread. Thrown away but not lost, sowing seeds soon to reap. End time signs all around, darkness still slowly induce and creep. But the light of God is very pleasant and sweet, advising both young and old to become a Bible athlete. Rejoicing in your early days, heart and sight being wise. What a time to be alive, God's word no compromise. Therefore let sorrow be gone and evil ways put away. Chapter 11 concluding that childhood and youth are vanity today. The last chapter of Ecclesiastes now bringing us home, towards a whole span of life and into man's duty we roam. Remember now thy creator in the young days of thy prime. Before old age takes its toll, no pleasure found with your time. So with more days behind than in front, both the mind and the body takes life's battering and brunt. Mouth gnashes worn down, loose legs that tremble and shake. The eyes become dim, while old weakened voice does break. In the sunset years, the hearing is very weak. Except when you sleep at night, disturbed by every little squeak. Soon tired in the day, using superpower of dozing. Change of lifestyle for once young and strong. Old age is very imposing. Having one good day, they're needing three and four to rest up. So many cracks and splits showing upon the well-worn human cup. Life draining to the dregs, tension snaps mortal thread. Dust to dust, soon returning, wooden stairs to deathly bed. So vanity of vanities, all empty and meaningless, says the preacher. 
Moreover, the whole duty of man concludes this Bible feature. There's no storybook fantasy of far-off lands and daring escape, but for mortal man he's shown an engaging spiritual seasonal landscape. With wise words firm as nails hammered home into a wall, so Bible words lift up our focus from our fatal disobedient fall. So says the speaker, many books continue to pour off the press. Much study wearies writer and reader, yet in God we find our rest. The conclusion of the whole matter is to that God we can come and go, but it's best to stay with the God-man, from Jesus all blessings flow. While we learn about and grow in the fullness of God's love, we learn to walk in reverence, to fear the Almighty who dwells above. For as his thoughts are higher than ours, so is his word. His commandments are for keeping, in them the duty of man is heard. Ten foolproof laws for life with God and our fellow man. His commandments are pure and perfect, no change needed with God's plan. Yet remember the law doesn't bring life, it just shows that we need. A saviour to save us from sin and law, the captive Jesus freed. By God's grace and spirit inside, we can love that which we once hated. The commandments of God become honey sweet, God's word never outdated. One more thing Ikilaski says before he finally goes. Realise that every secret thing our holy God already knows. Good or evil, every word will be shown. Upon that final day, when God takes his people home. From that trip of a lifetime, to the end of this meaningful book. So into the Song of Solomon next time, we shall travel and take a little look. But before we leave, let's rewind and review. This book of vanity of vanities, that advises the biblical God to pursue. So it's message from this old book, to make people new. An eternal encyclopedia. Echelaskis is talking to them, me and you. Yes, if your Bible switch is broken, this book will you and God connect. Around the world in 12 earthly chapters. Under the sun, vanity subject. It's the granddaddy of them all. No other book oozing with such spiritual meaning. Showing solid satisfaction is found alone in God. Jesus Christ is still man redeeming. Yes, only faintly now I see him. With the darkening veil between. But a blessed day is coming when his glory shall be seen. Truly the only thing Jesus is guilty of is faithfully loving man. Echelaskis rattles every carnal cage with a blood-stained son of God and gospel plan. This brilliant book is telling about this world. Take and take until there's nothing left. So faith comes by hearing the word of God. Life's meaning Echelaskis addressed. Not pleasure nor wealth will satisfy our restless soul. Gather around, hear this urgent message that Jesus makes you whole. With a world colder than a morgue, warm divine directions for old and young alike. High on the agenda is walking with God upon the Holy Commandments Bible hike. So loosely attached to earthly things, living a quiet and peaceful life. Reaching out to the wandering lost in this world of struggle and strife. Seeking the lost and pointing to Jesus, souls that are weak and hearts that are sore. Leading them forth in ways of salvation, showing the path to life evermore. Tell him that youth is not wasted on the young, if seeking God is their desire. Draw close to him daily, in the gospel service we never retire. It's a journey and a walk, a relationship of close connection. Echelastic school of thought is man under God in Christ's perfection. No fear of missing out in a world that has nothing left to offer. In Jesus' life available to the lukewarm backslider and scoffer. In spectacular fashion, Echelastis comes to our closed door, knocking with knowledge and guidance for us to freely explore. So whether locked down living or all up in this world's society, 
He classes us for the individuals who are living lives of every variety, with juicy morsels and telling tidbits about this vanity in life, advising forsake foolish worldly ways, they only lead to strife. So a Bible book alive, with us it wants to reconnect, Ecclesiastes is bringing Christ for us to freely claim and collect. Showing every earthly thing is empty without Jesus the Redeemer. No longer let this world guide you with its vanity demeanour. The question is, will you listen to the Bible, holy word, and walk in God's way, faithful duty now preferred? Or ignore its Bible view and just keep on doing you, daily wandering around lost in a worldly vanity shoe? The answer to this question? Well, I have no clue. I guess I will leave that up to you.